this advice is so simple that the only thing that actually makes it qualify as a life hack is that just nobody will do it. All right. In fact, everybody knows this piece of advice. Everybody's heard of it. So I'm going to say it to you and you'll be like, yeah, I know that. But that only magnifies the question, which is if you already know that, then why don't you do it? And how, how am I so sure you don't do it? Well, I'm not sure that you don't do it, but 99% of people don't do it. So what is it? And again, I know you know this already, so you're gonna, I'm going to say to you, you're going to be like, I know that. But before you judge so quickly and dismiss and say, well, I know that, then, then ask yourself, yeah, I know that you know that. But if you know that, then why don't you do it? And what is it? It's called being yourself. Oh, I know that. <laughs> I told you you're going to say that. But when I say be yourself, what I mean is this. Let's start with just this forum which we're using right now to communicate. I know it's a bit of a one-sided communication right now. I'm talking to you. You're listening. But YouTube, okay. So maybe you are a content creator on YouTube. Maybe you're not. But you maintain some type of social media presence because most people today maintain some type of social media presence. My question for you is like this. To what extent, if you use it for business, you use it for social reasons, whatever it is, maybe you use it as a hobby, maybe you use it for your art, but to what extent do you curate your content? What I mean is you are choosing what to put out there. And my question is, what basis are you using to choose what you put out there? And maybe this is an explicit thought on your part, or maybe it's just subconscious. For many of us, it's just an unspoken desire for social acceptance. But most of us, the content that we put out there that others are going to see is based on a question of what we think others will respond favorably to. And I don't mean that we're just trying to curry favor and be liked and we're trying to get likes and we're, we're trying to get approval and validation. I mean, yes, that too. I mean, we are human, but I'm saying even when we think about a message, we're trying to communicate, we want to inspire people, we want to move people, we want to educate people. We're thinking an awful lot about how the listener, how the receiver is going to take it. And based on that, we're choosing what to say and how to say it which is not a bad thing, by the way. It's not a bad thing to be sensitive and aware to the way your listener is going to receive a message. But here's the pitfall. Here's the trap. What ends up happening is that we suppress parts of ourselves, certain aspects of who we are, whether it's our nature or our nurture. But each one of us is this marvelous confluence of innumerable factors that come together in this unique combination of ways that makes you the only you in the entire world, okay? But what we do is we start to select, we start to judge certain aspects of our personalities or of our interests, and, 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 and we say, mm, that's not good for public consumption, no, that's not good for public consumption, and we start to self-censor until we're left with what we believe is palatable to the masses, right? Lowest common denominator. Another word for that is pandering. So my question is like this. After you've stripped away everything that makes you quirky and unique and idiosyncratic, what you're left with is this sort of one-size-fits-all <laughs> vanilla version of you. Okay, no, no insult to vanilla, by the way. If, and by the way, 
if you like vanilla, if you actually like vanilla, then go all the way vanilla. Okay. What I'm saying is, let's say you're a Rocky Road. Let's say you're a Cookies and Cream. Let's say you're, uh, let's get really funky. Um, is pistachio funky? Okay. But whatever. Let's say you're pistachio. Uh, I love pistachio ice cream. Okay. And you say, mm, but a lot of people don't like it. It's got the chunks and the nuts and, it, and it's green colored. You know, let me be vanilla. Because more people like vanilla than pistachio. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Once you start selectively going through your personality and and censoring it, and I don't mean censoring it like because it's not politically correct. I mean censoring it because you think it's not popular enough or palatable enough. Here's what happens. You slowly chip away at everything that makes you you, and now you are in competition with all the other people who are doing the exact same thing. And you really think that you are going to be the best panderer in the whole world? (laughs) I'll tell you something. You're not just competing with all the individuals who are trying to pander. You're competing with entire industries that spend trillions of dollars a year figuring out. And they have focus groups and they, they do surveys. They have a scientific method how to pander and to be the lowest common denominator. And you're going to compete with all that when... It's so simple. Like I said, it's deceptively simple, but no one will do it because it's terrifying. If you really want to stand out, if you really want to attract your audience, and the whole world can't be your audience, okay, but you do have an audience. Every one of us has something relevant for a certain segment of the population, right? If you want to find those people, or better yet, I should say more accurately, if you want those people to find you, Why are you suppressing aspects of yourself? Why are you camouflaging yourself? To the contrary, everything that is unique about you, play it up. Play it up. So I'll tell you that I learned this. It was very therapeutic for me. It was very healing in my real life. I learned this because of YouTube and other social media. I learned that there were certain things Okay, like, for instance, a lot of my classes, I'll open with a joke because there's a Talmudic tradition of loosening up the crowd with a joke and creating a rapport. Um, But my jokes are not meant to be funny. My jokes are... Whatever they're they're amusing to me. Sometimes they're they're, they're they bomb. Okay, I'll just say it. My my jokes bomb. So uh, a lot of times I would like when I'd upload these classes, I would cut those jokes. I would like edit it out. I don't want to put a joke that bombed but then i realized hold on a second but that's me that's what i actually do it's like not like i'm trying to bomb but that's the reality my opening jokes always bomb and when i started to include to include those what happened is the people who i'm speaking to were more easily able to find my classes and to find my content and the engagement went up and the quality of comments went up and All I had to do was just stop editing myself, stop censoring myself, okay? So let's say you like bowling, and you say, well, bowling's not a popular enough uh, pastime, but football's much more popular than bowling. Let me speak about football. Why? Why are you doing that? And let's say, let's add a second factor to it. Let's say you like Latin, and let's say you want to put out a video about Bowling and Latin. And you're going to say, well, that's crazy. Bowling is a niche interest and Latin is a niche interest and a niche of a niche. And I'm ruling out 99.9% of people. Okay, maybe you are. But 
first of all, I'll get back to that. First of all, what about the 0.1% of people who are going to really get excited about bowling in Latin? But, okay, that's first of all. But secondly, the 99.9% of people, you know what they respond to? They respond to passion. They respond to authenticity. So they may not care about bowling. They may not care about Latin. But if they see a guy really or gal being really authentic and comfortable and just in the zone flowing in that, you know, creative flow state talking about bowling and Latin, you know what? A lot of people are just going to watch that just to see somebody comfortable with their own creativity because it's exhilarating. Okay, and then they end up becoming bowling enthusiasts, or at least for that, you know, the duration of that video, all of a sudden bowling becomes interesting. You know, it's like when you meet somebody and you like that person and you take interest in what they're interested in. So, you know, a, a guy is dating a girl and uh, he, he likes her and she says that she's into stamp collecting and he never really thought about stamp collecting. But all of a sudden, if somebody he likes is interested in it, stamp collecting all of a sudden become, becomes interesting. And all of a sudden he says to her, you know, I was on eBay the other day and I was looking, is that a good stamp? I, I, I saw they were selling that stamp. He never looked for that stamp before, but he found somebody he's interested in who's interested in that, and the subject becomes interesting by association. So that's what I'm telling you. People connect to people. They connect to your people-ness, and whatever brings out your humanity the most in others, whatever you're, whatever you're passionate about. Like, for instance, right now. This channel is, I'm a rabbi, and this channel is about Jewish mysticism, and a lot of the content on here is Torah classes, and a lot of it's like explaining uh, Hebrew texts, and, you know, that doesn't have the highest engagement, doesn't have the most views, but I put out anything that's interesting to me now. So, like, right now, I like to make observations about the human condition uh, based on my personal experiences, and this is one of them. This is a perfect example. So... I'll ask you, were you looking for a Hasidic rabbi speaking about authenticity on social media? No, but you know what? The algorithm figured out that you might be interested in that and just gave it to you. And hey, look how you're uh, 10 minutes deep into this video and you haven't clicked away yet. So obviously something's working, right? All right, but that was something that took me years. That took me years to think that... I should just do the simplest thing, the easiest thing, and talk about whatever I'm interested in and that people will find me more easily that way. Instead of blending into the crowd and hiding from the people who want to find me, now I just do the simplest thing and whatever I find interesting, I'm putting it out there. And here, here's the kicker. This doesn't just work in social media. This works in real life. This is, to me, the greatest moment of clarity in a lifetime of struggling with social anxiety and, 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 and fear of rejection. Be the fullest version of yourself so that the people who, are, who have been looking for the person that you are, they've been, looking for, they've been looking for you their whole life and they don't know it. When they find you, you should be the fullest version of yourself so they'll know that they found you and don't accidentally walk on by because you are keeping your head down and trying to look like everybody else.